You're listening to Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, here's your host, Laura Smith. Welcome back to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. And this week, Nick Wise is here. He is the wonderful broker of Remax Results. He's also the president of the Elkhart County Board of Realtors. He really knows his stuff. He has something to announce in just a few minutes, but he asked me to please kind of get into what government has to do with real estate. And, you know, for the life of me, I can't figure out what, Nick. So tell us where this factors in and why are we talking about the government right now? Yeah, talking about politics, always a dangerous thing, right? Um, So we're going to try to talk about politics without getting political. Because, yeah, what I wanted to discuss today a little bit was just government and real estate and real estate and government and how those two things relate and bounce back and forth with each other. So... I think where I really wanted to start is just to take a moment to to maybe appreciate what our government does for us, which which is a big ask and which can be a difficult thing. I know it is for me sometimes. I think we all get pretty frustrated with the government from time to time, um, and it's it's hard to feel like Congress is working for us at all. Uh, sometimes I think people think they don't work for anybody at all, but uh, but I'm going to try and give you some numbers that might illustrate otherwise. So. If it's okay, I wanted to ask you a couple questions and, and just see where you you know where your mindset would be at. Okay. Um, for example, does Congress care? So, what percentage of Americans do you feel actually think Congress listens to them, the voters? Mm. I'm gonna say between thirty-five and forty percent. You're generous. Unfortunately, it's only eleven percent. Eleven percent of Americans feel that Congress listens to them and cares about their needs. Eleven percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sad. That, I think it is. Yeah, I, but I, but you know what? Here in Indiana, I do feel that we have some good representatives. You know, if you had asked me when I lived in New York, I would have been probably one of that eleven percent. <laughs> that makes sense. I can understand where you would where you would come with that from. So on the other side of things, when when we asked members of Congress, you know, what is their most critical function? Um, you know, what is most important to them? I will tell you right off the bat that the number one thing that they came back with was staying connected with their constituents. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the exact opposite. Now, what percentage of Congress members do you think said that was their number one priority? 11%. <laughs> it, <laughs> no, it feels no like because that. I bet you that 90% said that, but it, it, do they really mean that? I mean, they all say that when they're running for election, right? Yeah, exactly. But, yep. Yeah. What well, was it, though? It was 95%. Ah, so you see? were really, really close. Yeah. yeah. 95% came back and said, our number one issue is that we want to stay connected with our constituents and understand what their concerns are. Mm. I think the disconnect in those two numbers comes in a lot of ways from, from maybe television or social media, where you're you're basically seeing the heat and you're not seeing the light. So I guess what I mean by that is they're they're reporting generally on controversial issues, which really only make up about seven percent of the issues that Congress actually deals with day in and day out. But those are what we you know I'm sure you've heard referred to as wedge issues, and they're always the issues that get discussed when it's election time. So that's usually what's on the forefront of our mind. But a congressperson works well, and I'll ask you again because I I was staggered when I heard these numbers. Um, the first one, how many hours on average do you think a congressman works, a congressperson works in a week? The, the general 40, do you think? Gosh, now that I honestly don't know, but I think you're going to floor us with the actual number. Go go ahead. I'll say they work about as much as a real estate agent does. <laughs> and it's, it's about 70 hours a week on average. 
So, oh, yeah. Well, that's surprising. So I was going to say it's the other end. Like we wish they were working 70 hours, but they're actually working 15. Okay. So they really are. Or maybe is that what they're saying? Are well, these surveys? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Who did these surveys, right? The Congress people? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, no. And then the, the other number that kind of correlates just directly along with that is the number of meetings that they hold a day. Now, I know obviously you're busy when you're here in the morning. You've always got somebody coming in. The average congressperson is hosting someone or hosting 13 meetings a day. Ah, a day? Yeah, every day. And that's on top of their regular duties. That's on top of them trying to to meet with their staff and read through bills that are being proposed. That is individual meetings. Now, not necessarily all as one person. Maybe it's a group that comes in to meet with them. But 13 meetings a day. Um, So that, again, absolutely floored me when I found that out. When you figure, you know, the average meeting is at least... 30 minutes, right? So mm-hmm. right there, you've got the bulk of your day just made up in meeting with people. And, and often, again, that's your constituents. That's why they do it. They're setting aside that time because that is so important to them to hear what's going on in the minds and the hearts of, of their constituency. So what does that have to do then with real estate? Well, there you go. One more thing I want to point out before we get directly to that, if that's okay, just to, again, point out that these people really are servants at heart. Um, You know, we talk a lot about our members of Congress, but there's a lot of people behind them. You know, they've got a chief of staff. We, We often think of the White House chief of staff, but every congressperson has their own chief of staff as well. They are compensated fairly well, but then there are these staff assistants that as you work down the line, you've got these people who are really kind of the, the meat and bones of this and who are really the ones delving into so many of these issues, looking through bills, and then correlating that, that information back to their congressperson. Those p- people are making, on average, less than $30,000 $30, a year. Mm. So not a lot of money when you put it in any context. Now put it into the context that they are trying to live in Washington, D.C., where the average apartment, and again, this is not a, a three-bed, two-bath apartment. This is a one-bedroom flat, probably. It's going to run them about $3,000 a month. Right. So they've, they're basically, a lot of them are trying to work second jobs if they can or, or using savings that they've accumulated. I mean, these people are, are the, the definition of public servants. So I, I just wanted to give a little shout-out to them because, again, those numbers were absolutely shocking to me when I heard them. So... Like you said, what on earth are we talking about government for? This is this is a real estate you know time when we're supposed to talk about real estate. So I am bringing this up because I was recently asked to be the federal political coordinator for the National Association of Realtors to our new congressman, Rudy Ackham. So it's actually a national position, but it's endorsed, and I was selected by the Indiana Association of Realtors to, to fill this function and basically be the liaison for Rudy so he can get information as needed, find out about bills that are important for Hoosier homeowners, <laughs> and then and then vote you know, with, with the direct result of what his constituents need and what's best for the people that he represents. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's it, a high honor. It is. It really is. It's, it's a sought-after position. Um, I didn't actually seek it out. They, they reached out to me and said, Nick, will you do this? Um, Obviously, we had a change with our congressperson last year. Uh, Jackie Walorski was absolutely fantastic. Uh, a good friend of mine was her coordinator and worked with her, uh, did an amazing job. They both did, did a really, really good job of, of listening and responding to one another. And I'm incredibly excited to have this opportunity to work with Rudy Ackham, who I think is going to be a tremendous asset to us here in District 2 of Indiana. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. that is. So does that mean you're going to be 
do, still selling homes here, and but you're also going to be in Washington, D.C.? I'll be there a little bit. I'm, I'm pretty much going to be here most of the time, which that's another thing I found out. Most Congress people come home almost every week. They're uh-huh. home, uh, and it's, especially with Rudy himself. He's got three kids, so I know he's going to be home as much as he can. And again, he wants to be here. He wants to be in the community. He wants to meet with his constituents. So mm-hmm. this is where we are. So he's going to be here, too. But yeah, I, I will continue to serve as the president of the Board of Realtors in Elkhart County. I will continue to you know, be the broker there at REMAX Results and continue to do things day to day. This is just a little extra. Um. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Something tells me uh, it's not going to be a little if you're going to have to start taking 13 meetings a day. Well, I'm not taking 13 a day. I'll leave that up to Rudy. Um, I probably take more phone call meetings than that a day. But uh, yeah, I, I've learned to balance my time. And, and when I first told my wife about this, of course, you're, you're going to run it by your spouse before you take a position like this. And she was really excited for me. She knows that I, you know, I, I invested in these things anyway. Um, they actually, before I even held this position, they, they flew me out to Washington, D.C. in May of, of 2022 to meet with Jackie Walorski's team and discuss what at the time was the Neighborhood Homes Investment Act. Uh, I was getting discussed in the Senate, and there was, there was a lot of actually bipartisan support for this bill. And, uh, and I, was, I was into it. I, I you know, kind of took it upon myself to study it and to learn it. So I, when I got to meet with her staff... It was just a really eye-opening experience to to go in there and talk about how this was going to affect people here in our actual community. And as I began to talk, her chief of staff leaned in. And I thought, you know, up until that point, I thought, you know, again, he's got all these meetings. You know, we've got 10 minutes to discuss this. Does he really even care or is he just biding his time until I'm out the door again? But he leaned in and then he started to ask me questions and, I, and it hit me. They do care. They want to know these things. And, uh, and, and it, it just, again, it floors me, you know, to have this opportunity to kind of do what I like to do anyway and to get to meet with Congressman Yakim and, and, you know, put together a team to where we're, again, always working in the best interest of the Hoosier homeowners. I think that that's, that's the key. That's where I'm coming from on this. And I think that uh, a person and a, and a congressperson like Rudy is, is going to be on board with it as well. That's wonderful. And that's another reason why Elkhart County is is always ranking in some list, some national poll, some national list of the best places to live. And I and obviously real estate plays a big part in that. Because if you can't afford to live somewhere, like my friends in New York, a lot of them, you know, really struggling to stay there because you know, their jobs they can't afford the real estate there. But here, you know, keeping that in check, we don't realize how how good we have it. Um, in that sense. And having somebody like you, Nick Wise, working in conjunction with Rudy Yockham, I think it's going to be a really wonderful pairing up here and uh, really serve Hoosiers in a very good way. Um, We want to keep the balance and the the just everything that is good about real estate in Indiana and especially Elkhart County. We want to keep that going as strong as it is. And you're going to be a part of that. I'm just really thrilled to hear that. I'm hearing about it for the first time here on the air. So congratulations once again on that. And uh, yeah, as long, you know, keep us posted because you're here once a month and we're going to want to hear about the updates about what, what's going on in Washington and how it's affecting us here at home. So we really appreciate that. But in the meantime, you're still helping people find their dream home, sell their 
uh, beloved home and move on to something else. You're still available for that, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And and in that regard, again, the market kind of making this shift that it has made has made things so much easier for people to make those kind of lateral movements that, like you were talking about, you know, hey, we're not selling and then retiring and moving to Alaska. Does anyone move to Alaska? Maybe I should have said Florida. But, <laughs> but no, they're moving down the street. They're moving to a bigger home or a smaller home. And now we've got an opportunity to do that on a more normal level. You know, like we talked about before, you had people who were selling their home and moving in with, with their kids. You know, how uncomfortable was that for some people? Um, I've got a closing actually next weekend where they've been living with their kids for months and months Mm -hmm. and they love each other, but I think it's time for mom and dad to have their own house. And and vice versa, you know, when it's time for the kids to move out as well, at least uh, you can help them find something that's affordable for them. I had the best experience working with you, Nick Wise, and I really encourage anyone who is looking to put their house on the market or find their dream home. As I said before, Nick Wise is truly, truly the best in the business. Remax Results is the company he works for, and give us your coordinates so people can find you. You can always find me on the web at www.nicwyse. Yes, Nick Wise, N-I-C-W-Y-S-E dot com. <laughs> we forgot the dot com. All right, then. Thank you so much. And this has been our Spotlight on Business with Everything Real Estate this week. And uh, see you next time. I'm Laura Smith. If you missed any part of today's show, log on to 953mnc.com and look for the Spotlight on Business podcast. Be sure to tune in again next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 for Spotlight on Business on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, your breaking news and weather station.